Welcome to Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Tonight we'll be reading from Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, and even forevermore. Psalms 121 is always a a wonderful psalms to turn to when you're in you're stressed out when you're you know you're facing a problem it's always a good one when the mountain in front of you or the the evil surrounding you seems unsurmountable that you just can't seem to get away we lift up our eyes into the hills from whence cometh our help why are we looking up into the hills why are we looking up into the mountains for assistance well figuratively and literally even but figuratively we're we're looking beyond the mountains we're looking into the heavens we're looking to the throne room of god and we are looking for his help and he is the only one that can help us no matter what the situation and even if we don't know the situation we just are troubled by something We know that God can help us. He sits on his throne on high. He he was high and lifted up. He's ascended into the clouds. So we're going to have to look up to see him because he's in heaven. But also, let's think about it on a more fleshly, earthly, I'll even use the word militarily stance. The military that gets the high ground owns the battlefield. It is extremely rare that an army that's on the high ground gets deposed. It's very rare that they lose the battle. We can look at battles that the United States of America has fought back in the Civil War. One in particular comes to mind, and that's the Battle of Gettysburg. The the South comes marching up into Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The Union, or the North, had already taken the high ground. They saw the valley. They saw the battlefield. They saw the ins and the outs of the entire area. And because they had the high ground, they had the advantage. They could see the movement of the troops, or they could see the movements of the troops where they weren't at. So he gets the high ground. They've got the advantage. God's got the high ground. If you will allow him to have the high ground in your life, he's got the high ground. We see that even in in battles, in the biblical days, that taking the high ground is or holds true if you'll turn into Second Kings and look into 
chapter 6, we see that Elisha, the prophet, is surrounded by the Syrians, and Elijah was in a city called Dothan. And when he came out that morning, he looked around, and yes, he, he saw the, the horses, he saw the chariots, he saw the great host. His servant came out, a young servant came out, and he saw this too, but he panicked. Elisha was looking beyond the Syrians, and he was seeing something else. Uh, but the the young servant, all he could get his eyes on was, was the Syrian army. And he said, well, what are we going to do? And Elisha looked up and prayed in verse 17 and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. We see that God had taken the high ground. We see that God was in the mountains. Now, God's in the valley too, but he had taken the mountains. He could see the movement of the enemy. He could see where the enemy was, and he could see where the enemy wasn't. He knew where to direct his force. He knew where to direct his his security because he could see further than we can. So we will lift up our eyes unto the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer our foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. God is never asleep. He is always on duty. And he looks and he continues to watch after his children. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. Look into the book of Jonah. And we see that after Jonah had walked through the city of Nineveh for three days, that he was sitting outside of the city on a hill on the top of a hill, and he was overlooking the city, and he was waiting for the destruction of God. Now, Jonah was in the wrong because he was, he, was he was happy that God was going to destroy Nineveh. He forgot what he had been preaching for the last three days. Repent, repent, repent. But God provided a gourd, a plant, to grow up and what? To provide shade for Jonah, he will not, the sun will not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, he shall preserve thy soul. Now, the gourd was destroyed by a worm, it died, and Jonah was more sad about the gourd being destroyed, the plant, the shade, than he was about the destruction of Nineveh. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He says to put on the whole armor of God and to take up the shield of faith that will quench the fiery darts of the wicked. He's your protection. He's my protection. 
He will keep us as long as we stay with him. He will keep us from evil. And he will preserve our soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's going to be watching over us forever. Once we become a child of his, no matter what the situation, he will be watching us. And he will be taking care of us. And you'd think that if he was in heaven, he would be too far away or he'd be so far away he wouldn't be concerned about the goings-on of what's happening here on this earth. But he is very much concerned. He is very much in, aware of what is going on. But let's go just into the New Testament just a little bit and let's look to see how high Christ was lifted up because of his concern, because of his desire to preserve us, his desire to shelter us, his desire to keep us. We see in the book of Isaiah that he would be lifted up. We see in the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see that he was indeed lifted up on the cross of Calvary. Now, we don't know a whole lot about the size of the cross of Calvary. We know roughly the size of a Roman cross, but we really don't understand if they were all built the same or if some was higher or some was lower, and that's not important. Okay, What's important was he was lifted up, he was put on this cross. And from this cross, he saw eternity. From this cross, he saw you and I, and he saw our children, and he saw our grandchildren, and he saw our great-great-grandchildren, and he saw our great-great-great all the way up until the end. He saw them all. He wasn't that high in the air, but he was high enough, and he was lifted up enough that he could see eternity. But he also had his eyes on the crowd that day. He was looking forward in time, but he also had his eyes on the crowd because he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Now, we, we like to look at that scripture and we say, oh, well, you know, he was talking about those that were crucifying him. And yes, that would be true. He was talking about those that were crucifying him, crucifying him. But he was also, remember, he was high enough to look into the future. He was high enough to see eternity. He was actually talking about us too. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he said, into the, thy hands I commit my spirit. It is finished. And he died. He gave up the ghost, and he died. He gave up the ghost. He wasn't killed. He wasn't murdered on the cross. He gave up the ghost on the cross for us, for those that were present that day, and for those of us that will be present down the road. See, Christ didn't have to be lifted up very high. He didn't have to be up on the top of the mountain. We just have to lift up our eyes to the cross of Calvary for our help, for our stay, for our standard bearer. That's where we have to lift our eyes up. 
we just have to go back to the cross of Calvary when we feel slighted, when we feel hurt, when we are offended, when we're sick, when we're troubled, when we're tired. We just got to go back to the cross of Calvary. And we lift up our eyes into the hill. Remember, he's up on the hill. He's up on the Mount of Calvary. He's up on the hill of Calvary. He's up on Golgotha, which was a rise in the natural land. And he was lifted up, and he saw you and I. So we, we look, and we say, well, nobody can help us. And we are correct in that statement. Nobody on earth can help us. But God, who is in heaven and who hung on the cross of Calvary, he is the only help we need. He is the only source of help we need. And if we can get that mindset and keep that mindset, then we will understand verse 12, or excuse me, verse 8 even better. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Something to think about tonight. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you'll touch and that you'll move as only you can. Lord, those that will listen, Lord, that you'll draw them closer to you. And Lord, that you will draw others to listen so that others can hear your word. Lord, not my voice, but your word. Because Lord, this is not about me. This is all about you. And God, we ask that you'll touch those that are need that need something from you tonight. Lord, or when in the future when they are listening, Lord, I trust, I believe, I have faith that you will send individuals to this podcast when they need to hear it. Lord, I ask that you'll touch and that you'll move, Lord, and that you'll draw all men to you, Lord. We'll, we'll water, we'll plant, but Lord, you give the increase. And we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, until we talk again, take care of each other.